quote, you would not criticize the seedling because it was not yet a tall oak tree, nor should you get upset because your skill circuitry is in the growth stage. Instead, build it with daily deep practice. Think patiently without judgment. Work steadily, strategically, knowing that each piece connects to a larger whole, unquote. That was from A Little Book of Talent by Daniel Coyle. Hey, this is Wyatt with Creative Habits Podcast, and this week we're going to be exploring a little bit of that talent code, 10,000 hours, 20 hours, and dumb luck. It all come together and uh, make a little bit of sense, but at the end I think you'll have a bit of uh, tools and some techniques for basically continuing your drive towards mastery of craft. All links to original uh, material mentioned in the show uh, can be found at creativehabitspodcast.com for this episode. You can also go there to uh, leave any comments or suggestions. I'd love to hear from you and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. Developing talent is all about the brain. You want to develop your talent? Build a better brain through intensive practice. That was from the Little Book of Talent by Daniel Coyle. Okay, so a bit about the talent code, uh, the little bit of book of talent, which is a shortened version of the talent code. Um, it's uh, Daniel Cole explores uh, different talent, what he calls talent hotbeds. Now, these are places around the world that will produce some high-level athletes um, or um, you know musicians. And he went and said, well, why are these places able to produce such high level, um, you know, people, um, you know, what are they doing? And so this, it was a two year exploration and he found these talent hotbeds and he found similarities between them. And those similarities are very interesting, but you can also glean from that. Um, if you are interested in, of course, uh, leveling up your own talent, you can glean from that, um, some things to do. So, Highly recommend the book, obviously. <laughs> but one of the places that uh, the talent hotbeds is a place called Conkrens, uh in Vermont. And small little ski hill. I mean, really small. Um, we're talking a hill, basically. And the this hill, though, has produced some Olympic athletes. And so when I've, I've actually skied there and my kids learned to ski there. Um, and so... One of the things they have on that, that hill, um, it's very sparse, but they have uh, a bit of quick repetition. Um, it, they have an old-style rope tow, and basically you come down that, you swing around, you grab the rope, and it zoop, bings you right up. And so the amount of times that you are able to, by using that, that small hill and going up and down and up and down and up and down, is the immediate feedback loop that you get. Um, the kids go up fast, come down fast. It's that repetition. It's repetition that helps you identify immediately, uh, you know, oh, I need to make that curve a little bit differently. Oh, I should do this or that uh, when, when I'm falling because of this. And you get immediate feedback and are able to, you know, uh, do it again and again and again. There's not the long uh, lines and the lifts and so on and so forth. So that's one of the aspects. But but uh, a similarity uh, to that is um, futsal. Uh, the, you know, the soccer, soccer um, inside the house is, is how it's um, kind of translated. Um, not to say I'm a, 
uh, I know everything about futsal. But anyway, it's a small soccer ball. And what they did is you, you do it inside in uh, about the size of a, um, a basketball court. And um, it's very intense, very fast. Um, but you get a lot more foot touches. So it's repetition over and over again. So it, it, it makes you and your brain work at a different level than if you're out on a field where you're not going to get as many touches. You're not having to uh, immediately engage one-on-one or or five-on-one or whatever right away. So that process of repetition of immediacy um, is part of the talent code. Whatever talent you set out to build, from golfing to learning a language to playing guitar to managing a startup, be assured of one thing. You are born with the machinery to transform beginner's clumsiness into fast, fluent action. That machinery is not controlled by genes. It's controlled by you. If there is one underlying theme throughout the Little Book of Talent, it's uh, that you can basically uh, wire your brain to be of this top-level talent. And that 52 tips are designed to give you some of the tools necessary to actually get there. So it begs the question, though. Okay, so you, you've got this idea that your brain uh, has the ability to wire itself and be at a top level. So you can actually achieve uh, a, lo- a certain level of mastery of craft that is uh, inspiring to others. But 10,000 hours is one of these rules thrown around by Michael Gladwell, uh, mainly. And so it begs the question, okay, well, 10,000 hours. Okay, so I could wire my brain, but (laughs) it would take a lot of work, like 10 years uh, at three hours a day or something like that, Uh, close to that. (laughs) But the, the whole idea of wiring your brain with all that work is daunting to most people. So here's this book of talent. Right, little book of talent, and, and it comes up with these ideas, and you do want to apply them. I mean, check out the book; he's got some great uh, uh, tools uh, to use. But if you've got ten thousand hours ahead of you, are you really going to get that motivated? Well, here's where something else comes to effect, and that is the uh, you know the other side, uh, the flip side of the ten thousand hours, and that's with twenty hours. Now, if the first person. We're going to hear from is Tim Ferriss, and he's going to talk about a choice you can make uh, regarding the 10,000 hours rule. Here he is. I feel like I can get to a very high level in these various fields in a relatively short period of time, certainly a year or less. And uh, the incremental gains past that point are just not appealing to me. I think it's a very individual choice. So that was uh, Tim Ferriss on Fora TV. You should listen to the full episode to get uh, everything in there. The link is in the show notes. But he's basically saying, okay, you can get to a certain level where you can be pretty good and pretty efficient. And uh, in another part of the interview, he talks about, um, you know, in terms of language, okay, you could learn, like, the language inside and out, one language, or you could learn 20 um, at this certain level where you're pretty good. And... You get to a certain point in your, uh, you know, learning phase where the returns are not incrementally that great, and so you get to a certain point where you're pretty good. And Tim Ferriss is saying, okay, that's your individual choice. Do you really want to go to that highest level, or do you want to get really good 
and still be able to do other things, you know. So uh, this is also mirrored by Josh Kaufman, who basically says, um, you know, you can do you don't need the 10,000 hours. You do 20 hours. That's what his, his research says. Here's Josh Kaufman. How long does it take from starting something and being grossly incompetent and knowing it to being reasonably good in hopefully as short a period of time as possible? So how long does that take? Here's what my research says. 20 hours. Okay, so that was Josh Kaufman. Uh, um, he was on uh, TEDx uh, CSU. Um, the link is in the show notes. Listen to the full thing. It's it's really good. He talks about his kid and everything. So he he's an international bestseller. He wrote the Personal MBA, Master the Art of Business, and he has a uh, also a new book, um, The First Twenty Hours: Mastering the Toughest Part of Learning Anything. Um, so probably be looking at that one, but. Um, you know, so 20 hours. Now, obviously, it's just you, you can't just put yourself in the seat and boom, call it good, right? Um, you have to have that intense practice. You have to uh, train your brain, wire your brain to uh, learn and iterate uh, upon your mistakes, which aren't really mistakes. They're just um, versions, and you just keep going and going and tweaking and tweaking. But you still have one element that neither of these people talk about, at least in these two quotes here. And here we're going to be hearing from Kirby Ferguson, who's known for, um, uh, the greatest short he's known for is Everything's a Remix. So he's basically put together a short video, and link is in the show notes. Again, you can watch that. <laughs> it's funny. Um, but his element, that final element in there is luck. When you look at luck, it's without luck, without the right circumstances, what happens? The most promising circumstances won't present themselves, and you will be one underachieving genius. So, so you'll be one underachieving genius, which nobody wants to be, right? <laughs> so, But you don't really have control over the luck part, but you do have control over the rest. So to go back, what is the rest? So let's go back to the 10,000 hours. The 10,000 hours rule says basically that 10,000 hours of deliberate practice are needed to become world-class in any field. So we've established that if you don't want to be world-class, but you really want to be good, you can shorten that with the 20 hours, but it's deliberate practice. So for this, we go back to the little book of talent. Quote, no matter what school you set out to learn, the pattern is always the same. See the whole thing, break it down to its simplest elements, put it back together, repeat unquote so you're finding the whole you're breaking it down into smaller chunks that are digestible and you're practicing them over and over again and one of the keys to this point on the little book of talent is to practice every day even if it's just for five minutes practicing every day is much better than letting time go by and doing a bunch of practice all at once knowing that you have to practice every day the last part is deep practice. And here we go back to the book of talent on what deep practice is. Quote, the key to deep practice is to reach. This means to stretch yourself slightly beyond your current ability. Spending time in the zone of difficulty called the sweet spot. It means embracing the power of repetition so the action becomes fast and automatic. It means creating a practice space that enables you to reach and repeat. Stay engaged and improve your skills over time. Unquote. Okay, so there are no real conclusions, you know, <laughs> but you can see from this whole mini journey that 
you don't have to do the 10,000 hours, that you can bring a level of an intensity and practice to, uh, you know, go towards mastery of craft, and you will get to a place where you're good. And that's that's pretty motivating because otherwise, 10,000 hours isn't motivating. 20 hours, that's more motivating. And the fact that you just need a place and to do it consistently you can actually get that your brain is wired naturally to get to um, that level of mastery. Um, it's staying focused despite all the garbage that might come at you from different directions. It's staying focused, um, that supreme level of focus that uh, that you need to uh, to get to a level of mastery. And the last part, of course, is luck. But that's somewhat out of your hands, although. You know, luck comes to those who are more prepared than others. So, um, hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Creative Habits Podcast. Check out the show notes at creativehabitpodcast.com. And I'll leave a little bit of feedback if you'd like um, and look forward to the next show. Thanks a lot for listening. <laughs>